0: to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode. This episode, I want to recap the NFL draft. There's a report that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay, so I'll break that down, and I'll tell you where I think he'll play next season, if he plays. Hint, hint. Um, and then I wanted to talk about the NBA. Russell Westbrook has been on quite the tear lately, and Washington Wizards are in position to make the play-in tournament. And then want to get into LeBron's comments about the play-in tournament. And then we'll take a look at the standings in the West. Things are pretty close. You have three teams, three, four teams within a game of each other, or tied. And then uh, the playing tournament starts, I think, in a couple weeks. But uh, the playoffs start May 22nd. So first, I want to get into the NFL draft. It was pretty exciting, I thought. Um, I, I think I had like nine or ten picks correct. Uh, but, you know, in the middle of the first round, I had a lot of them wrong. Uh, the first pick went uh, Trevor Lawrence. Everyone knew that one. And then Zach Wilson. The third pick, though, I will gloat here for a bit. Last week's episode, I said, I think the 49ers are going to keep Jimmy Garoppolo for next season because he, his he has a no-trade clause right now for this this coming season. And after that, they can trade him, and he doesn't have a, a no-trade clause. And I thought that they would take Trey Lance, because he's more of a project, and they have this one year of Jimmy Garoppolo. So they're kind of in a weird spot where they want to bring in the young guy, but you have this quarterback, a veteran quarterback, who has already taken you to a Super Bowl, and this is a great team. This team could go to the Super Bowl, they could win the Super Bowl, and they have proven that. Well, not the winning part, they haven't won yet, but they can get there, right? So you don't want to throw in this young quarterback and just say, hey, this is a developmental year. You have You have players that are that are young and hungry, and they're great players. You have Bosa come back from injury. You got George Kittle there still. You got this great offensive line. You re-signed Trent Williams. You got weapons there. That defense, they're ready to go. So you can't bring in Trey Lance and say, yep, this is, you know, we're developing this young guy, and then we're also trying to win. Because, I mean, mind you, Kyle Shanahan and, and John Lynch, they're on the clock here. You know, they've been there, was it four years? They've missed the playoff three years. I know there's injuries you know, and then the first, the one year where they were all healthy, they went to the Super Bowl and there was some play calling issues, I thought, where they they lost the game, they blew it. Uh, but yeah, so I think Jimmy G, you know, there was rumors he was gonna get traded before or after the draft. I think with this Trey Lance pick, I think he's gonna he's gonna be there all year. And he's gonna kinda mentor uh Trey Lance and Trey Lance is gonna have a, a red shirt year basically, and then after that uh, Jimmy G's going to go into his last year of his contract. And then I think they trade him after that. They cut bait. And then I think that the second year, I think Trey Lance is the starter. There's a lot of upside to Trey Lance. He's uh, like I said, in the last episode, he only played one season of college football, 28 touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's just, I like this dude though. You know, his interviews, he just seems like a humble guy. He seems hungry. He just seems like a nice dude also. And you know, which is, which is great. I want, I want them to be nice dudes. And, uh, Jimmy G has been pretty professional about it. He said he's going to help him, help him grow, and he's he's going to you know show him the ropes kind of thing. And you know he's looking forward to it. He was like one of the first people from the 49ers organization, uh, player-wise, to send him a text, which I thought was great because you know he's he's a successor to Jimmy Garoppolo. So uh, I just thought that was awesome. And you know I'm rooting for Jimmy G still. I want him to win the Super Bowl this year. You know so he gets he gets traded for a first-round pick. And so he comes out on top, you know, because he, he's had kind of an interesting career. You know, he's been in a couple places, but he was supposed to be the next guy in both places. But then it hasn't really worked out. Uh, but, yeah, I, I thought it, that Mac Jones was a smoke screen, and I was right about that. You know, they uh, they ended up going Trey Lance, which was, you know, I thought it was a good pick. Um, and then number four, uh, Falcons took Kyle Pitts, which I had also said. Um, that was a great pick because, you know, you already have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Your offense is great. Matt Ryan, you could squeeze a few more years out of him. Um, your biggest issue is the defense. So, you know, I don't think they're going to – I think this shows that they're not going to trade Julio Jones. And them not drafting a quarterback shows that they're they're going to stick with Matt Ryan still. They're the only quarterback in the league who doesn't have a backup quarterback. So they put all their eggs in in Matt Ryan's basket there. Uh, but, man, that's what a great pick by the Falcons. Um, and then the Bengals – they did not take Sewell like I thought they would. Remember, I said I said that uh, that we'll see how much leverage uh, Joe Burrow actually has. We uh, you know within the organization they ended up taking Jamar Chase. You know I thought they they needed to build up that offensive line, but you know it's great to reunite those guys. You know they had great uh, chemistry at LSU, and you know we can we can just only expect that to uh, continue here in the NFL with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Dolphins I had them taking Devonte Smith from Alabama. I think I should get half a point for this one because they ended up taking his teammate Jalen Waddle um, at number six and then at number 12 the Eagles I had them taking Jalen Waddle but then they took Devonte Smith so I don't that's that's partial credit I don't know I, I consider that partial credit and then number seven I had the Detroit Lions taking Jamar Chase. they had actually one of the best first round picks I thought in this draft, it was the least exciting pick, but they were super excited. Like they just drafted uh, Trevor Lawrence, but they took Penesal offensive, uh, the offensive tackle for, uh, from Oregon. And, you know, that's what they need. They need a good offensive line to protect Jared Goff there. And, uh, you know, people were talking quarterback for them. Um, And, you know, this shows that they're fully committed to Jared Goff. Jared Goff's only 26 years old and he's played in Super Bowl. He didn't play well, mind you, but. You know, they, they still, that could be a building block for them. Him and Panay Sewell, you know, both Pac-12 guys. That could, those could be two building blocks for them for the future. Uh, the Panthers took J.C. Horn, a cornerback from South Carolina. I had them taking Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle. That would have been a good pick. Um, but, you know, during this first part of the draft, this, this is when the report about Aaron Rodgers wanting out of Green Bay came out. And it kind of it went crazy there for a bit because it was, you know, uh, J.C. Horn was, was getting picked and then, you know, they, they went to Adam Schefter and all those guys about uh, Green Bay being unhappy, or not Green Bay, uh, Aaron Rodgers being unhappy with Green Bay and wanting now. And, you know, I guess the 49ers had heard about it first and they made a call. Uh, you know, Kyle Shannon made a quick call over there and said, hey, you know, is, is there any possibility that we could get this done? and you know it was a quick phone call they said no the the packers said no but that would have been intriguing if you know they drafted Trey Lance and traded him to uh to trade him to green bay or traded that number 3 pick to green bay and then green bay could take you know Kyle Pitts or someone like that and you know team him up with uh with Jordan Love there um, so we'll get into the Aaron Rodgers stuff here in a bit i just wanted to bring it up the timeline cuz that's that's around you know when that news broke during that pick for, uh, for J.C. Horn there, and then at number nine I had, I had the Broncos. I don't I don't get what the Broncos were doing. I thought they were going to take Justin Fields because they need a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback right now. But there was also a rumor that they were they're the team that's probably the most interested in Aaron Rodgers at this point. So maybe they were trying to you know draft. They ended up drafting drafting Patrick Sertain from. Uh, Alabama cornerback so maybe that was a pick for the the Packers you know a little trade piece there to use to get Aaron Rodgers but I thought that was kind of weird you know that they didn't get Justin Fields they didn't get a quarterback at all uh with that pick um so I'm assuming that's the bargaining chip to get another quarterback because you know they're not done they need a quarterback and then number 10 I had mentioned uh Devontae Smith there and then the Bears they traded up to number eleven, and they got Justin Fields, which you know, good pick for them. Um, you know, they haven't had, they haven't had a guy like that like ever. You know, even when they won the Super Bowl, they were a defensive minded team, and you know, Justin Fields has a lot of upside as well. And you know, I expect him to probably take over um, Andy Dalton at some point in the season if Andy Dalton's injured. But other than that, probably a red shirt, probably just a developmental year. Uh, but we'll see, and then. Uh, the Cowboys, I had – oh, no, we're at the 11th pick now because of the trade. Oh, the 12th pick. Uh, the Cowboys took Micah Parsons from Penn State inside linebacker. Uh, number 13, Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle. He ended up going to the Chargers, which great pick for them too because, you know, they they got to protect their uh, their quarterback there and Justin Herbert. It would have been cool to see see them get Panay Sewell, but, you know, he wasn't going to fall that low uh, since they played together there. And then number 14, this one, I I got this one right too because, well, this is the Jets. The New York Jets traded up to this pick. I had the Jets at 23 getting this guy, but they got Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive guard from USC. So that counts too because, you know, they ended up getting them anyway, but they just traded up and got them earlier. And then number 15, I had the Patriots getting Mac Jones, and that ended up happening. This is like the prototypical, like, Belichick quarterback, right? And then he's from Alabama, so, you know, him and Nick Saban have already been talking and yeah, they didn't there was rumors that they were gonna trade up or trade out or all this crap and you know, all lies. They didn't have to do anything. You know, Mac Jones just kinda of fell into their lap and, you know, I didn't think that they were gonna try to trade up for him because they had that they had the fall fallback plan in Jimmy G and you know, they they didn't have to do anything. They already had a quarterback for this year, then they decided to get Mac Jones there, which is great. Um, I I assume that he'll probably take over for, for Cam Newton this season, I'm probably not starting. But uh, Cam Newton, you know, his arm strength isn't there, his accuracy's bad, and you know he. But you know he didn't have weapons last season. But we'll we'll see how the, how that kind of plays out in the uh, OTAs and stuff like that. And then number sixteen, um, I had uh, Tevin Jennings. They ended up getting uh, Zavin Collins, uh, linebacker from Tulsa. Uh, the Raiders, they did not take a quarterback like I thought they would. They actually had a reach. A lot of people were kind of questioning uh, why they took Alex Leatherwood uh, tackle from from Alabama. They He got like a third-round ra- uh, third grade, but they, they took him with the 17th pick. And then number 18, Jalen Phillips from defensive end from Miami went at number 18. And then 19, uh, Jamin Davis uh, from Kentucky went to Washington. Uh, Kadarius Toney went to the New York Giants, wide receiver from Florida. I uh, got this one right. Uh defensive end from from Michigan, uh Quitty Pay, and then number 22 Caleb Farley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. He was a highly rated corner but then he had, you know, a few back surgeries, so a lot of people thought he was going to fall to the second round. And then number 23, they traded. This was the uh, this was uh, the Vikings. They took Christian Derrishow, offensive tackle. And then 24, I had right initially, but I think I changed it last minute to uh, Chuba Hubbard from Oklahoma State. But it ended up being Najee Harris, which was my original pick uh, from Alabama, running back. You know, they needed to replace uh, James Conner, who went to Arizona. And, you know, he, Najee Harris is a dual-threat cor- uh, running back. He can, he can catch out of the backfield as well. You know, blocking is definitely a concern. And, you know, everyone says you shouldn't draft a running back in the first round, but if you like your guy, you like your guy. You know, just take him, right? And then uh, number 25, uh, the the Jags, they took Travis Etienne, you know, Trevor Lawrence's teammate, running back, which that, that was regarded as a reach. I hadn't gone in the first round, but to the Dolphins because they, they needed a running back. Uh, but, you know, good good pick there, you know, because I, I think that um, – you know, it's always good to when you just draft your quarterback. You you draft his running back. You know they've been playing together all those years at, at Clemson and and won championships together. And then you know this is kind of funny too is that uh, the Jaguars they they worked out Tim Tebow as tight end. I haven't heard anything about that after that after that day. He's like thirty two. Was he thirty three years old? Like he's probably probably doesn't have that same speed. Um, so I guess we'll see if. Uh, if Trevor Lawrence is tied in it's going to be Tim Tebow and then his running back's going to be Travis Etienne. You know that that pick also didn't make sense cuz they do have James Robinson but that'll be like a good, you know, one two punch there. Um Etienne can he can catch out of the backfield too, so you know, he could be, you know, poor man's Alvin Kamara. You know, he he's got size and, you know, he can he can do some things out of the backfield and um you know, that just shows like hey, Trevor we like you, you like Travis, like we'll we'll get him for you. You know, we'll get any anybody you want, we'll do that. And you know, like the same thing that the Bengals did with uh, with Joe Burrow and, and getting Chase out of LSU, a former teammate, you know, that just shows that they're fully invested in the development and the growth of their quarterbacks. They want them to feel comfortable. You know, you got a familiar face, Sarah and Travis and Jamar. Like, hey man, just you know, come over here, you're good, you're taken care of. Um, I wanna talk about I forgot to mention the, the Jets and taking Zach Wilson. You know, they're doing for Zach what they didn't do for Sam Darnold. You know, they, they drafted a guard from a USC offensive lineman, and, you know, it's only just going to help him, you know, protect him. And he, he was he's highly guarded or highly rated, so um, I think that they're going to do well with him. And, you know, they got to. Got to show up the offensive line for him. Got to get him some weapons. Sam Darnold was running around trying to make something out of nothing there when he was with the Jets, and people blamed him. When it wasn't him, he had poor coaching in Adam Gase. Adam Gase should have lost his job sooner than he did. So, you know, I know I shit on Zach Wilson last week, but, you know, I, I it's just for young quarterbacks when they get drafted and they have no offensive line, no weapons, and their coach is just like, just he's out there till he gets fired. It's uh, it's a it's a bad recipe there. It's a recipe for disaster, and you know, in some cases they they become bust. You know, they bust out of the NFL, and sometimes it's not even on talent or lack of talent. It's uh, they're victims of circumstance, and you know, then it gets in their head. Then sometimes they get the yips, or they're just like they have no confidence in themselves. You know, even if you don't, if you're not if you don't know what you're doing for the most part, just be confident, man, you know, and, and things will, will work out. And so some of these guys, is just a bad organization from the start. Like any quarterback that got drafted by the Browns in the past was just destined for failure, you know, except Baker Mayfield has been making something out of nothing there. And, and now they're, they, they have great defense and now they're making the playoffs, but it all starts with, you know, with the leadership up top in the organization and what kind of personnel they have and their coaching, and you know and and that's how you got to build your 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 quarterback's future for success. Um, and then so moving on draft wise, speaking of the Browns, they got another uh, defensive piece there. Greg Newsom the second corner from Northwestern. Uh, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota went to the uh, the Ravens. I had that one right. Uh, Ravens, they were sorely uh, needed a a number number one wide receiver. You know, offensively, and then uh, let's see, Peyton Turner, defensive end from Houston, went to the Saints. Eric Stokes, cornerback from Georgia, went to the Packers at twenty-nine, which you know kind of bothered Aaron Rodgers because he he still wants a wide receiver or some offensive weapon in the first round, and the Packers are just not they just they're not going to listen to him. They don't they don't care what he thinks. And then number thirty, the Bills went with Gregory Sewell I don't know how to pronounce that. Defensive end from Miami um Odaffe Wow, that's a tough name. Uh linebacker from Penn State went to the Ravens and then Joe Tryon from uh Washington linebacker went to the Tampa Bay Bucks. So on the Aaron Rodgers news, there's you know there was reports that after this past season he wanted assurance that he was going to be able to retire Packer, they're going he wanted an extension. He kind of wanted some Brady treatment and you know, they wanted to, uh, you know, they didn't agree to that. You know, they, they didn't want to give him that kind of uh, commitment. You know, he's 38 years old, but he's coming off an MVP season. And we just saw what 43-year-old Brady did in Tampa this past season. You know, he, he had a good season stats-wise. And, um, you know, he, he won the Super Bowl, you know, uh, Super Bowl MVP. And, you know, Rodgers is upset. You know, they've, they've been to the conference championship game, what, two years in a row and lost twice. You know, so they were they were right there on the doorstep and and did not make it. You know, Matt Lafleur had some bad calls. You know, we mentioned this. You know, after the game, and you know, there's some there's some uh, some issues with it, with the front office. You know, he does not like the the GM. He wants the GM fired apparently, and he will not. He said he will not play for the Green Bay Packers if the GM is still there. There's also a report that Shailene Woodley has something to do with it, which I don't believe because, you know, she was on Jimmy Kimmel. She says she's never been to a live football game and didn't know anything about football or anything about sports, really. So, like, why would she just be like, you know what, Aaron? You need to get out of Green Bay, man. Like, you guys have been failing and haven't, you know, made it to the Super Bowl recently, and Matt LaFleur is not the guy – you know they don't even care about who who you want them to draft. They're just drafting whoever they want. Like she doesn't know, man. I do not believe that she's she's behind all this. You know, Aaron Rodgers has been unhappy with the Packers organization for a few years now. It seems like like he he had the whole Mike McCarthy thing. Didn't really like Matt Lafleur in the beginning. They seemed to be okay last year, but now like they're not. I guess. And then yeah, he this GM he does not like this GM. He wants this GM gone, probably because you know they drafted a quarterback uh, in Jordan Love last year in the first round. But he didn't just fall to them. They traded up to get Jordan Love, who you know was was kind of a surprise to people because people didn't look at Jordan Love like that. Um, and then you know he wanted a wide receiver, and then there was uh, then they drafted a corner this year, and then there there's you know the contract thing too they kind of want they want he wanted commitment from them but they weren't ready to do that so it was kind of the same thing that was happening to uh that would happen with him and and Brett Favre and the Packers you know and then you know F- Brett ends up going to the Jets and he plays he comes back with the Vikings and and then you know Aaron Rodgers gets to start but Aaron Rodgers sat down for 2 years so Rodgers is probably like you know what Jordan Love you can sit for for 2 3 fucking years as long as I'm playing like, I'm the starting quarterback. But I think the Packers want to, you know, get into the future there. But I don't really know if Jordan Love's the guy. So while you have an MVP quarterback who just threw for 40 touchdowns and is taking you to the back-to-back conference championship games, like, ride with him. Ride him out, you know. And if Jordan Love has to wait a little bit, but you guys are Super Bowl contenders every year that Aaron Rodgers is your starting quarterback, ride that out until it's, it's no more. You know, just – and you have a you have a backup plan. Just tell Jordan Love, hey, man, we're going to ride this out until he can't go anymore, okay? But, you know, I don't think there's an end in sight. And, um, you know, there's – I don't see him going back to Green Bay at all. He's already – he's firm on that. And he apparently wanted to go to the 49ers. Everyone wants to go to the fucking 49ers. But then the 49ers end up dropping the ball, and they don't bring in Tom Brady – They don't bring in Peyton Manning a few years ago when he wanted to come. They don't bring in Aaron Rodgers. They're they're just tied to all these big-day quarterbacks, and they just don't get it done. But they don't have any assets to trade, so that's why they called. They're like, okay, hey, what could we do here? And then it was a quick call because they have nothing that they can do, nothing that they could offer unless they traded, like, the number three pick Jimmy Garoppolo and, like, fucking, like, Nick Bosa or something. Then maybe you could get Aaron Rodgers. And honestly – I wouldn't do that either because, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is 38 years old. You know, like, how long how long does he have here? I know he did just win the MVP, but 38 is 38. You know, he's taking some hits. And, you know, but in some cases you could see, I think now you can see quarterbacks playing longer. Like, you know, obviously Tom and, you know, Drew Brees just retired this past year. He was 41. So maybe you have two, three years there with Rodgers and, you know, I wouldn't do that because you just drafted Trey Lance, and he, he can be there ten years or so. I mean, even if you win a couple of Super Bowls with them, you know, it's then you're you're scrambling looking for a quarterback again, just like what what Denver did with with Peyton Manning. You know, after they won that second Super Bowl, he had no arm, and then they were just scrambling looking for a quarterback. Then they tried to take Paxton Lynch, who was garbage, and now they have this other guy. For even forget his name, he's irrelevant. Um, but you know, now. It's reported that they want to do that too. They want to do it again. They're like, "Hey, Aaron, we'll we'll get you again." You know, but he's probably in better uh, position right now than than Peyton was in that last year for sure because Peyton was just like a shell of himself. And Rodgers just won the MVP, so you know Denver has a good defense. You know, you plug in Rodgers there. They have some some weapons offensively, some good receivers. Uh, Cortland Sutton coming back from injury got some good tight ends. You just plug them in right there and love to see that matchup. Between him and uh, him and Patrick Mahomes twice a year in that division, and then you got the Raiders there, and then you got the Chargers. That'd be an interesting, interesting division if it goes to uh, Denver, and then also uh, the Las Vegas Raiders are reportedly interested. You know, I thought they were going to get uh, Kyle Trask, like I, I had said, but you know now there's some there's something there. I think with with the Raiders, you know, John Gruden likes every other quarterback but his own what kind of package do you put together uh for the packers to to be able to give up Aaron Rodgers you'd probably give back Derek Carr and you know Derek Carr hasn't been terrible you know he he's okay i think what do you throw 28 touchdowns 7 interceptions last season you know i'd take that you know especially if Aaron Rodgers wants out and he's disgruntled you know just go ahead and get another starting quarterback he's he's an upgrade from from Jared uh Jared Love, Jared Love <laughs> Jordan Love and you know, he, I think he's like 28. He's, you know, he's still young. You know, he's got some time there, you know, by Aaron Rodgers Sanders, he's got 10 more years, right. If he's going to play to 38 or whatever. Uh, But it all depends on what Jordan Love is doing in practice. You know, I, I don't, I haven't seen him play and, you know, a lot of people haven't seen him since college. So we don't really know, but if they have something there, then it makes it easier to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. But, the GM and all these people with the Packers organization have already come out and said, "Hey, we're not trading Aaron Rodgers. Like you know, we want him here and all this." And they're just you know trying to save face and they're trying to make him look bad, honestly. Um, and I think this is kind of at a standstill. And I think what's going to happen is Aaron Rodgers is going to announce his retirement. I think he's going he's he's going to play hardball, and so are the Green Bay Packers. And it's just gonna be like, okay, well, where do we go from here? Well, you can just retire. And he's gonna retire. He's gonna go home. He's gonna have a two two month, maybe three month vacation. I don't think it's gonna go into the regular season. And then some desperate teams are gonna call the Packers and say, Hey, you know, how about we make a trade instead of you having to pay him and he's just kinda of there being retired? How about we give you a second round pick and our starting quarterback? If you remember what happened with Carson Palmer and the end of his tenure there in Cincinnati, he retired. He just said, I'll I'll quit. I don't care. You know, he wanted out of Cincy and he retired. He was on his couch and he was there for a while, a few months and, you know, gained some weight and the Oakland Raiders called and the Oakland Raiders made a trade for him. And he was their starting quarterback. He played terribly, you know, that entire season, but, he had a career resurgence. Then he went to he went to uh Arizona and he he played in a conference championship game, was, you know, a game away from the Super Bowl. And I think that's what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. I think he'll he'll be better than Carson Palmer was when he came out of retirement. But I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to retire. He's not going to play with with the Packers, and the Packers aren't going to trade him. And, you know, they have that. They have an option with Jordan Love to just throw him in there and then, you know, see how he does. They have that option, and they know that. You know, they ha- I think they have the leverage more than Aaron Rodgers does. Um, so Aaron Rodgers' only choice is going to be to retire. And, you know, this is all because they didn't give him a courtesy for the Love pick. You know, they could just said, hey, man, just a heads up. We're, you know, we're trying to get Jordan Love. You know, we're trying to get you back up. The Bears just did that with Andy Dalton. You know, they, they said, hey, Andy, you know, I uh, just want to give you a heads up here. We might be drafting a quarterback, and they got Justin Fields. The Minnesota Vikings, they told uh, Kirk Cousins, hey, man, uh, we're interested in Justin Fields. We might get Justin Fields, you know, just to let you know, just a heads up there. But then they ended up, I think they got Kellen Mond anyway, but they told him, they're like, hey, man, we're going to get Kellen Mond here uh, late in this draft. 49ers, they let Jimmy Garoppolo know, hey, we're going to get Trey Lance, you know. Or we might we might well, actually they didn't tell him what quarterback but they said hey we're gonna get one of these quarterbacks you know so the Jimmy G's been you know well versed in like what what their plans were and he knew you know writing was on the wall you know he was in trade rumors he already knew all those three quarterbacks that I named none of them compared to what Aaron Rodgers is so I don't know if that's an organizational thing or what but just let the dude know just let the dude know hey man I'm, we're getting a quarterback just just to let you know you know but we're committed to you you know we'll let you play out the rest of your career here in Green Bay cuz you're valued you know we love having you and you know the fans love having you and you you've been a great player for this organization so here's a here's a, a four-year contract that's it that's it. I just did that right there I'm the fucking GM right now and that's me talking to Aaron Rodgers that's how you fucking handle it man you bring you can bring him in take him to dinner and say hey man this is what we're doing here's a contract for you Will you please sign it because we want we, we feel like we're more competitive with you and you've been a great uh, leader for this organization and we want to continue this partnership until you're ready to step away from the game of football. So what do you say? That's, that's fucking easy, man. I just, off the top of my head, man. So uh, whatever his name is, the GM Gouda Cunts or whatever, I, that I think that's actually his name if you want to look it up. He has a, a strange name like that. I haven't heard any news about Deshaun Watson, but apparently there was a report a few days ago that he might not even play this season, like, at all. You know, there's just so many pending lawsuits that there's been no update or anything. the Texans drafted a quarterback also. Uh, I think it was David Mills, the, the quarterback from Stanford. So a lot of... You know that just kind of protects them, protects uh, for them, just in case something does happen with Deshaun Watson, or if he sits out or and he's not able to play. Um, so, you know that I think maybe yeah, maybe they're expecting him not to even play for them this season, and, and they they need another quarterback there. So, um, I thought that was pretty interesting. But you know, overall, you know, good draft, good exciting draft. I liked, I liked what a lot of the teams who've been bad for a few years did. I liked what the Jags did. I liked what the Jets did a lot, um, you know. So overall, really good draft, and um, I, there, w- there was only a few picks that I just felt like weren't good. Uh, definitely that Raiders Alex Leatherwood one. There's a bit of a reach, and they could have got uh, better talent there at that spot. But hey, maybe they'll end up with Aaron Rodgers here in a bit, in a couple months or so. So Russell Westbrook has finally gained a lot of love this NBA season. Early in the year, if you remember, when they were at the bottom of the Eastern Conference standings, a lot of people were saying he was washed and he was donezo, and and you know bad move for the Washington Wizards. I said it was a lateral move for the Wizards just because you know it's bad contract for bad contract. But I did believe it was a it was a good trade for both because you know changes. It ended up being bad for Houston because you know John Wall got shut down and stuff. But um, I thought that Russell Westbrook would be. Would be great in in Washington because he would be so good for for Bradley Beal and Bradley Beal was gonna have a big year, and if you look at who the leading scores are in the NBA, number one Steph Curry and number two is Bradley Beal, so I was right about that. But, uh, you know Russell Westbrook has done more for that for that team than um than that. You know, just just the other day yesterday he had twenty four assists, twenty one rebounds, and fourteen points. You knows his fourth straight year averaging a twenty uh triple double. He's averaging twenty one point eight points, eleven rebounds and eleven assists, and he just continues to do it. Even in, in Washington, you know, they're like let me check the standings here. I think they're right there tenth in, in the East. So they're gonna be playing that playing tournament. And I think that's exactly where I had them. You know, right before we get into the playoffs, I'll um I'll go over what my, my picks were at the beginning of the year and we'll see if I was wrong or see if I was right. But right now they're there at tenth. Uh, they're at thirty and thirty-five. Next team after that, Toronto. There's a three-game separation right there. So I think Washington's pretty much locked in here, unless they they just lose out. But uh, Russell Westbrook looks amazing, and and you know, at the beginning of the year, he was he wasn't healthy. He had some knee issues, and he was kind of in and out of lineup. And then them, the team as a whole, they had a, they had to pause everything for two weeks because of COVID. You know, and outside of Bradley Beal and, and Russell Westbrook, they just have, you know, they have some random pieces here and there and some, you know, role players, a lot of young guys there, but, you know, it's just pretty much them two. And I just, I can't wait for the, I hope that they play Brooklyn in the first round. I just, I want that to happen because of that first game uh, when, you know, the Brooklyn Big Three got together and they played. Russell Westbrook and and the the Wizards, the Wizards won that game. It was just a crazy game. So I'm, I'm hoping that happens. Um, you know, but you know, it's good to to give him some appreciation that he deserves. You know, he's had he's had an interesting career. You know, I think he still has that that cachet where, you know, if you got to buy a ticket and you want to see someone live, you know, Russell Westbrook's up there, Steph Curry, you got LeBron, even Giannis, KD, you know, you got you got that short list of guys there and I think he's still on that that list there, you know, he can, even when he's on there on TV, you know, you just got to watch him because he's just a, he's a freak athlete. He goes 110% every play, you know, good or bad, you know, he has no, no off button and, you know, he's just going to be aggressive all the time and he's going to, he's going to play every game that he can. And he's just going to, he's just going to give it his all. And you know, what's interesting. is like the Rockets, you know, when they had, they had Chris Paul and then, uh, you know, they got, they're like, Oh, you know what? Chris Paul is a problem. You know we got to get rid of them, and then, you know he he goes to Thunder, and the Thunder had a what was that that famous uh, graphic there that ESPN had? They had a zero point two percent chance to make the playoffs. That what do they do? They make the playoffs, and then now, after that, Chris Paul goes to, uh, where does he? he's now he's in, in Phoenix, and Phoenix has they're the number two seed in the West, and they they might end up being the number one seed, and then, after that, the Rockets get. They get Russell Westbrook during that. And then, you know, he's having a pretty good year, but then he gets, you know, COVID, and then it just doesn't work out well for him, him and Harden. And then they get rid of him. You know, so it's it's uh it's it's Westbrook's fault, it's Chris Paul's fault. But now if you look at them on their new teams, Chris Paul's in the second in the West, and Russell Westbrook's having another triple-double season, and he's elevating that that terrible Washington Wizards team and he's he's done a lot for Bradley Beal's growth and development, and and now they're you know they're going to be in the playoffs there. But now the Rockets like you know then they were like okay well I guess we'll have to get rid of James Harden. So they just completely fumbled that James Harden situation because they gave him the ultimate power, said hey man you don't like playing with this guy okay we'll ship him off. But like those players like they were getting a bad rap because of, like what happened in Houston. They're not bad players, man. They both have great work ethic, and now you're seeing it on the court, like what they're doing. Chris Paul's in MVP conversations. If uh, the Wizards were top four seed in the East, that'd be, you know, MVP conversation for Russell Westbrook. I, I believe that, and he's had amazing games this season, so I think... You know, with certain teammates, you know, and like Harden, it just it didn't work out with those guys at all. But it seems to be working out with with Kyrie and KD. But he's been out, so he's probably gonna be shut down for the rest of the season. Um, and then LeBron, you know, LeBron came back from his ankle injury, but you know they ended up losing that game. And now he's he's missing two two straight games, three straight games. He he missed a game against Denver. He's not gonna play against Portland or the Clippers. And he was upset about the the playing game. He said that whoever whoever thought about the playing game, they should get fired. <laughs> I thought this was the commissioner's idea, so should the commissioner be fired? I'm sure he he got a letter or heard from someone. Uh, but you know that's kind of weird though, because last year he was all for the playing game because he's like, oh, you you know you got these bottom teams who could play for it. But now you got teams and players complaining about the playing game because they're gonna play in the playing game. So just get the top six seed. And you don't have to play in it, but you know because you have Dallas, you have Luca. He Luca complains about everything. I like Luca, but goddamn, dude, you haven't done shit yet, man. Why are you complaining? He complains about every call. He's complaining about the playing tournament. Like, come on, just live with it. Get better. Get healthier all the time. Come into the league, into the season in shape. You gain like thirty pounds in the off season, so you know th- there's a lot of factors, you know. But if you're gonna complain about it, get the top six seed. But right now in the West, it's close. You know, you have, I think the Pelicans are pretty much out of it because they have to win out, and then they play against uh, Golden State. But uh, Golden State, they just they just beat the Pelicans. You know, Steph Curry had another great game, and they moved up. They were in 10th place, and that, then they moved up to 8th. So right now, the playing tournament is Portland at 36-29, and 29, 7. Golden State, 8, 33-32. 9 is Memphis, 32-32. and 32. San Antonio 31 and 33. But then you have you have Dallas and then you have the Lakers at 5 and 6. The Lakers are 37-28 at uh, the 5th seed. And they haven't they haven't clinched. The only ones that have clinched in the West are Utah, Phoenix, Denver and the Clippers and they all have 43 plus wins. And then yeah, fifth you got it was the Lakers and then Dallas 36 and 28. And then Portland with thirty-six wins. So those three teams, those could all just switch. Like the Lakers with LeBron out these next three games. And then the Clippers playing for seeding. Portland's gonna be competitive too because they're trying to get out of this playing tournament. So I I mean, if the Lakers the Lakers, I'm worried about the Lakers you know, playing the playing tournament, especially with Clippers and Portland, they could lose easily lose both those games. And Dallas has been They've been okay. You know, they've been, what's their last 10? The last 10, they've been 6-4. and four. You know, Portland's kind of been up and down. They just won recently. But, you know, Lakers got Anthony Davis back. You know, he's looked a little rusty. He had a good game against Denver, but that was it. And then you got LeBron out. So then you need to fully rely on Anthony Davis here for these next games. And he's got he's to gotta bring it. You know, he's going to need 35, 35 and 12 each game at least. You know, and they need to get... Help from their role players, and you know, to be able to to stay out of that, stay out of that playing tournament. Because honestly, if LeBron's not one hundred percent and they're playing down there, like I just I don't see it happening. If they got to play a full on series, if you know, if they're number five and they got a f- series against someone and LeBron's not one hundred percent, I will still take the Lakers. I don't like this playing tournament stuff, because then, you know, if you're playing Golden State or Portland, like I think the Lakers are done. But I think they got they could beat Memphis and they could beat San Antonio, but that's about it. And, you know, I know people are complaining about playing tournament, but look at how much we're talking about these bottom teams. We shouldn't even be talking about these teams. These teams wouldn't even be like Memphis and San Antonio. They're probably not going to do anything, but, you know, Portland, Golden State, they both have players that could drop 50 on you, you know, Damian Lillard and Steph. So that I don't think anyone wants to play those, those teams in the play-in. So Lakers and Dallas, like, well, Dallas has someone that could do that too. So Lakers-Dallas, they got to they gotta keep winning to, to be able to stay out of that. But it's close, you know. And these matchups are, are going to be interesting for sure. Um, and then in the East, I don't think the East is that close. You got uh, Washington 10, Indiana 9, Charlotte 7, and then Boston. Boston's at 7, so 7 through 10. Okay, so 34 and 31, 31, 33, 30, 34, 30, 35. Okay, so th- those teams are like pretty much – solidified in the the playing tournament but Miami they could kind of fall into that so they only have 35 wins and then you have Atlanta with 36 so those two can kind of fall out um but but the ne- the the Knicks are are up there at the four seed 37 28 and then and I think they're they'll probably stay on top there because they've been playing really well and, and and Julius Randle has been amazing this year. But, yeah, playoffs uh, starting soon. Very excited for that. Uh, even, like, the playing games is going to be amazing because right there in the east you've got Charlotte. You know, LaMelo Ball is exciting. That's a fun team to watch. And then you got the Wizards and Russell Westbrook and and Bradley Beal with their great seasons that they're having. And then you got Boston, you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Indiana's not that exciting. And then on the west, uh, like I said, you got uh, you got Steph and then you have Jamie Lillard, Memphis. You know you got John Morant. Sometimes he just has he just has off nights, but you know when they're on, they're on, and they could be a fun team. San Antonio. I can't remember the last time I saw a San Antonio game. Uh, I don't even remember when they were on TV. They're not even on national TV anymore because since they don't have uh, Timmy and stuff. But you got DeMar DeRozan there, and he can light you up. Um, so yeah, that, that that's gonna be exciting for sure. And I think it's good for the league because we're you know some of these teams can. Can have something to look forward to at the end of the season and you know, you get to see an extra game, you know, extra a few games here with them. So um look forward for that. And uh I think it was May twenty second I said the NBA playoffs were were going to start. So thanks for joining me for this week's episode. I'll, you know, be back in a week or two, uh, to kinda do follow up on on what my, you know, preseason picks were and, and see if I was right or wrong and we'll go into that. So thank you.